Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. Our bellies might still be full because of some Thanksgiving leftovers. I have we... eight pounds of mac and cheese in my fridge. Eight pounds I mean, of not... mac and Okay. I haven't weighed it, but it feels like eight pounds. <laughs> okay, I was like, who are you cooking for? <laughs> no, no, no. I made a lot. I made like, th- like I want to say like three to four quarts of mac and cheese. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I used two full boxes of Borelli's, Borelli's, whichever, however you say it. Um, it's at least a four pound mac and cheese. Nice, because nice. So you there's, both made mac and cheese. there's two pounds of cheese and two pounds of noodles in it. So it is at least four pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a, and you know how many people I had eating at my house? Hmm. Three and one of them was vegan. <laughs> and I, so, okay, other than myself, it was two and one of them was so, vegan. So, yeah, you're going to have a lot of leftover food then. Oh, yeah. I've been eating mac and cheese daily. Nice. Nice. I haven't yeah, shit that... in three days. <laughs> <laughs> you are one cheese block. Oh, Just... yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's... Yeah. So did you oh. make anything else? Because, I mean, that... Uh, yeah, we made a lot of okay. food. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, I only made one thing, and it's the one thing that I am really, really good at because it's really the one thing that I like to eat the most during Thanksgiving, and that is mac and cheese. So very odd Heck that we yeah. both made copious amounts of mac and cheese because I actually had to make two mac and cheese dishes. I had to make one large kind of casserole tray, you know, 9 by 13 uh, pretty deep and uh that was the main one that was for everyone it was safe for everyone then okay. i made mine mine is the uh the jalapeno serrano habanero cayenne explosion mac and cheese and uh it's only for those that like the hot the hot hot and uh the hot hot yeah it's good it's really really good and uh, I put you my got, foot. You got any left? No, <laughs> no, bro. You gotta it, next time you make that, you let me know. Okay, okay. I want to try. I might have to bring that one up to the office because that's a that's an easy one. That's a it's it's nice. I, I, I think uh, cooking for Thanksgiving kind of brought me back into the uh, the cooking mentality because I was in a good kick for a while, and then for some reason I was lazy one day, and I was like, let me just go. And grab some Chick-fil-A or go grab some fast food. And then, <laughs> oh, poof, been there. next thing you know it, it's like you don't even have a kitchen. It's I've, just, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got this storage thing that's cool sometimes. I don't know. And there's a there's a glass top over there. You put stuff, it gets hot. I don't know. I never use it. But we can go to this restaurant at the street, though. <laughs> Jesus. That's pretty much the life that I've been living. But, yeah, I definitely want to get back into cooking. Because cooking and hookah, uh, I feel, are, like, very connected and that is just like this might just be my personal logic on it this is uh one of the reasons and i know i don't know if i brought this up in the podcast before but my problem with vaping um why i never really got into vaping is because there is zero effort in vaping Mm -hmm. i i know that uh you know we like to grade ourselves or say that you know there's levels to hookah and that you know hookah expert hookah master they do all these tricks and this and that and there are you know several different variables variables uh within preparing a hookah session but as far as vaping goes just fill up the e-juice you know i could see if you're in the the coil and you're rebuilding and your cotton and your wires and 
You're building that, like the, portable bombs in your pocket. Like those, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. differences. There's yeah, skills, there's different. But like, yeah, but yeah, going in and just getting a vape pen and you just fill it up with your e juice and then it's just always there in your pocket. You just rip it whenever. That has never seemed uh, like an, a good alternative to hookah. Um, I could see it as a alternative to smoking cigarettes, which is you know what it was kind of designed for. But as far as an alternative to hookah, I do not see those uh, those two eye to eye because I, I definitely treat hookah or even bowl preparation as kind of like creating a meal for yourself. You know, you clean everything, you make sure that it's going to be really good, and you even take it another step up when you know you're cooking your I almost said cooking for a friend, but, you know, preparing a bowl for a friend or at least someone you enjoy. You put a little bit more effort than you might have. Uh, put a little bit more oomph in it. Yeah, there you a go. Bit more like, yeah, in comparison to when you would do it yourself. So uh, definitely the cooking over the, the holiday period, um, although it was just mac and cheese, definitely got me back into uh, <laughs> the, the mood made, to cook. I made so much more than just mac and cheese, dude. Like. I yeah. wish all I did, had to make was mac and cheese. Did you, uh, now last episode, we talked about things that we were thankful for. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about Black Friday stuff. Uh, did you get a, uh, a souvet, what you called it? Yeah, a souvet. Oh, a sous vide? Sous vide. Yes, yeah, there sous-vide. you go. The hot water cooker. The hot water That's, cooker. Yeah, the hot water yeah. bath. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Best Buy was running a deal. Uh, picked, up a, picked up a sous vide and a vacuum sealer for... Hundred bucks, so nice. Hundred bucks was normally the cost of the sous vide, and the so like, okay, sure, it's the same price as the one thing, and then I get a seventy dollar vacuum sealer on top of it. So, I'm really not that upset about that. Plus, now I'm excited. We like, we went and bought a bunch of meat today, at the grocery store just to have so we could sous vide. Like we're excited, <laughs> we're pretty excited nice. for this. So, um, I also picked up a. Uh, don't know if you can hear it. I really hope this doesn't mess up my uh, audio track. But if uh, I also picked up myself, a mechanical keyboard. Oh, look at that. Clickety-clack. Now, now we are clicking. Now I've got mine over here. Clickety-clack. got, mm-hmm, there we click go. Gang, click gang, <laughs> um, click gang. So click, I, click. I went to Best well, Buy as well. It's the click, And click. I did not get a... <laughs> I did not get a... <laughs> I was like, what is this happening? Uh, I did uh, not get a souve or a vacuum sealer. I went to get John Wick 3, the triple pack. Because when John Wick 3 came out on DVD, I tried to find a triple pack and it was not available. And I almost ordered one from overseas because that was where they were available at. But uh, sure enough, by Black Friday, they already had the triple pack available. So I went and got that and surprise, surprise, walked out with a upstairs Xbox um so now there's an xbox upstairs and an xbox downstairs because i was also i was also going to get star wars the new star wars game but it came free with the xbox so there was already like a 60 dollars guaranteed investment and then it was on sale a hundred dollars off so then me and my girl split it so really it's like a 60 dollars xbox i couldn't pass that up so presto but i will say the star wars game holy moly that game is awesome that Damn, game is I'm really still awesome. trying to wrap my head around how you went to go get John Wick 3, <laughs> which on Black Friday at Best Buy, their movie prices are the best. Everybody knows it. Go to Best Buy for Black Friday movies. Yeah. Uh, that was what? Probably like a $20 DVD or like 4K? 
Yeah, right. the triple pack was uh, 30, 30 bucks. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that was uh, that was you know you're going in to buy uh, you know three ten dollar movies essentially, and then you come out with an Xbox. <laughs> that that's like going to the store for peanut butter and you came back with a new pet, like and that was it. Like you just came back and you're like, okay, I know I was supposed to pick up milk, but I got us a new dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... I don't know, man. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to, you know, come across the Xbox being <laughs> what's even worse? bucks. What's even worse is the justification was, I mean, it was there. Like, it was, <laughs> I mean, it would have been financially irresponsible not to, like. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like. if That's what were... I say to my girlfriend when I'm trying to say, like, trying to sell her on bad financial decisions. <laughs> like. I'm like, yeah, I know we don't need this, but like, it'd be financially irresponsible not to get it at this yeah, price. Yeah, yeah, like, and that was the conversation we had. Like, if anyone was looking at the security cameras, they would have seen us walk over, see the Xbox, and then sit and kind of like put our stuff down and just have a conversation. Just like, you know what? I feel like, I mean, I feel like this is a good purchase. I mean, I feel like, you know, <laughs> we crash on the couch a lot. So being able to have, you know, the Xbox upstairs, I'm like, okay, I'll move up to the bed. I can continue playing my game. I won't crash on the couch. Boom. There's that. And then she gets her other apps that aren't on the TV, like Crunchyroll doesn't have a TV app. So now she has Crunchyroll in the bedroom and poof. I mean, we could have got a fire stick, but eh, an Xbox is more (laughs) usable. I don't know, man. (laughs) Dude, I love it. What is your life, man? I'm I'm so jealous. At least my thing would be like, I can cook with it more. But like, damn! Yeah, you must be living a you're you're living a lifestyle, Sean. I'll I'll tell you it that it was all fun and games on the Friday, and then comes Sunday. I'm doing the grocery run for the warehouse, and coming back on the highway, some random piece of I don't know what looks like it was in like a garbage bag, just like flies across, and then boom, hits the front of the car, and so God, I kind of damn, I kind of wrecked the, the front end of my girl's car. So it was all fun and games. I was like, yeah, let me just. I'll spend a little bit, you know, on Black Friday. It's like, whoop, what you doing with that money there, partner? <laughs> Let me take a little Christ. bit of that for you. And that's just, uh, that's just life. But you know what? I'm going to just Okay, remind me to never get in the and, car with you. <laughs> I'm just going to pout about it in bed with an Xbox controller in my hand. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, God. Well, now that we've aired out our, like, Black Friday blues... <laughs> That's a good. That's a good intro segment. That's a yeah. That's Black good. Friday blues. Yeah. Now that now that we got that off our chest, let's roll into it. You're listening to episode 33 of the Hookah Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think our intros are getting longer. I feel like we're getting we're really dragging it okay, on. So for okay, the new listen, listeners, man, we're busy people nowadays. Mm-hmm. We used to have time to just like talk to each other like normally, like, but we're busy people <laughs> nowadays, so we don't have, have as much time to catch up. You would think being in the same office, nope. you know, a couple <laughs> steps away from each other, that we would get all of this stuff off our chest just face to face, but nope. Nope. I don't even know when he gets to work. He doesn't even know when I leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, it's it's just brief work conversations and that's it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It turns around and it's like, oh. I guess I'm just going to hit him up online. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Work chat. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll just, uh, yeah, we'll just Discord him, I guess. Just uh, yeah. hit him and up. So the, and so, uh, so, yeah, so now that we've gotten through this long, long intro for the new listeners, welcome. Uh, hope you hung through that and maybe you're just like, maybe this is too advanced in the relationship and I need to go back like a couple episodes. And so 
we'll give you the time if you feel like this is one of those episodes where you're like, I'm not really a part of the friend circle yet. Like, I don't get the inside jokes or anything, but I'm I'm here. I like what the vibes are, but I'm going to need some, like, background notes about the characters. So we'll give you the time to, to bounce back real quick. But right now, once again, as my co-host has said, we are in episode 33, and this is the Hookah Podcast. And I am one of your hosts, uh, Smoke or Pass, is the name that I have and I use, and I am joined by your second string host, Tupac Tony. <laughs> the longest listen, pause. <laughs> listen, I had to figure out if this was the correct sports analogy, like terminology. Like I was like, <laughs> second I think string. second string's a thing. Wait, is it oh, third string is what I'm trying to say? Sports. I, like, I don't know. You in sports. sports. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sports. I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to trying to expand. Second rookie my, at my bat for the touchdown. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> the second rookie at bat for a touchdown on the green. Yep. Uh, oh, he's rolling into the rough. All right. So let's. <laughs> uh, so yes, you will be hearing uh, the sounds of hookahs bubbling and rumbling. You might hear us exhale some clouds, but you will not smell smoke unless you are smoking. And if you're not and you smell smoke, call someone and just stop this podcast right now. You're in a bad, bad situation. Get out. We can wait. Uh, We're not we that can wait. important. We can wait for you to figure <laughs> out what's going on. Like, we'll be here. This is a stream. You can just press pause. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. No. But play it all the way through, though. We want to get that play cred. So we need that, <laughs> that full, at least make it past five minutes and we're good. I am going to let you know what I am smoking. So you can kind of scratch and sniff, theoretically, hopefully and smell what i'm smoking with the you can maybe recreate our mixes and our flavors and our setups at home at home i shouldn't be a salesman (laughs) you shouldn't be what a salesman oh okay (laughs) i feel i feel like i'm just a bad infomercial (laughs) (laughs) so on my side of town i have uh two blonde leaves in one bowl i've got some peach queen and i have some white chai because I just really like bold, and I would be, I don't know what I would think of bold if they picked another base flavor other than peach to go with most of their collection, but if you like peach, Starbuzz Bold might become your favorite line if you have never smoked it before, if you have not tried many of their flavors, because there's a lot of peach action happening over here. I actually got to just put this this out here really quick, not to interrupt, but Mm -hmm. just Starbuzz in general is a good peach brand. Yes. Like even like their original, just like not just Starbucks bold, but like Starbucks in general, like all their different white lines. peach. White peach was one of like my all time favorite peaches back in the day. Mm-mm. 10 out of 10 would recommend anyway. Continue. Uh, and yeah, so uh, I actually have switched things up on the pipe. I've, I'm going Ooh. back into the, the green days. You've so emigrated. KM Sharif Green Hookah. So I am all green. I have a green D-hose. Yeah, so what's on your side of time? What are you smoking? Uh, so I am smoking a, a brand that I do not tend to smoke very often. Uh, I am smoking Fantasia this time around. And I've got wow. melon ice. Yeah, right? Never wow. thought I'd say those words in the past 10 years. Um no, yeah, it's it's kind of weird for me, but like, yeah, it's it's something. We'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I'm smoking their <laughs> melon ice flavor, so just you know, melon and ice. Uh, and I am not changing my pipe setup today, so I'm smoking out of the B2 Precious Cut. 
and the metal vitria with the lotus too and the ripper hose because i don't like change because i don't like change <laughs> so you're smoking fantasia i'm smoking star buzz and my question to you is which one came first i think you're my dad right like <laughs> if we're if we're going with this analogy like i'm, I'm pretty yes. sure you would be my dad in this scenario i am the father yeah. Um, which is why I think, or at least like actually, a like a like a like a stepfather, stepfather. Okay, yeah. but I'm present. Yeah, you're like, there. You accept me though. Yeah, I respect. <laughs> you. I tolerate you. I don't like you, but I respect. That's <laughs> now I'm proje- now I'm projecting, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so party people, uh, episode 33, the main subject of this, which if you read the title, you'd already know where we're headed at. We are going to be talking about modern shisha, the era of modern shisha, the start of modern shisha, and more importantly, the The godfather Godfather of of modern modern shisha. shisha. Bam. Yes. So, uh, Sean, um, actually, sorry. So... Tupuff Tony is correct. I would be the father. You can father. call me Sean. Like, no, can, okay. no, I'm sorry. I don't not call you during, Smoker Pass. Like, not during the recording of this. Okay. <laughs> well, I call you anything else. Damn, That's why we okay. have names. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, you would be right. I am your father. Uh, Starbuzz was around before Fantasia. And, uh, you know, we talked about things that we were thankful for. We talked about the brands that we were thankful for and the flavors and whatnot. But really, um, Starbuzz is the real the real shiner here the 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 person that i'm throwing a lot of praise to or the brand the company that i'm throwing a lot of praise to because they are basically the the inventors of the um the modern shisha movement or era which kicked off in 2005 um you know they they came they came out going right after the name of what i was assuming was starbucks um, you know, that that's was at the time was a thing that was kind of becoming more and more known was Starbucks coffee, Starbucks coffee just popping up everywhere. So Star Buzz, I was like, whoop, this is a little close. I don't know. Obviously not back then because I was <laughs> really making trying. a couple of decisions that might be a little risky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is, is kind of cutting it close, uh, you know, looking back on, you know, their logo and um the, the era obviously two different things and i believe that's what they uh they fought over um if i'm not mistaken there was some sort of uh legal uh dispute between starbuzz and starbucks and i might have to go back on the the notes and uh actually pull up some dates for you all on that but i'm pretty sure starbucks had something to say but uh because it is a tobacco product it's not anything that would be in the same wheelhouse as them and you should never see them on the same page or same anything uh they're kind of cleared from that so moving forward from that uh why what what is modern shisha um i guess would be a good kind of segue or intro to really kind of kick this off and what what i think of for modern shisha is pretty much just the golden bright leaf uh shisha tobacco in a modern can like a silver tin anything like that that is what i would kind of it doesn't have to be silver but in kind of modern honestly packaging. anything in a tin yeah i mean because the tin was kind of the introduction to what we have now because before then everything was boxes um yeah and I, w- I would say actually uh 
Ramon would have uh, some tins as well. I don't know if they, their tins came out after Starbuzz or before Starbuzz, but Ramon definitely had some um, uh, some tins, and they still have some tins, but they definitely had the, the boxes for their 50 grams, and they had boxes for their 250s, very similar to Nakla, and um, even when you look at Ramon tobacco, um, because Ramon was, was out before Starbuzz, but when you look at Ramon tobacco, that's definitely a molasses, and even the packaging of it, you know, you open it up, and it's a a bag that is wrapped. It's very, mm-hmm. very dense. You got to break it up. It's very, very much like Nakla. Um, whereas Starbuzz, you kind of open it up and it was more kind of just like, uh, I guess I want to say like appetizing. Like it was just like, boom, golden leaf, bright, juicy flavor, boom, right in your face. It's in a can. You've got a cool logo that goes with it. Maybe it has an interesting name and that's what you had. That was what I'm kind of going with as being modern shisha yeah it it wasn't a it wasn't a box with like some arabic lettering on it and like an england like an anglicized version of what it read like nakla jasmine comes to mind when i think of like pre-modern because it's it's the most traditional looking box you've ever seen it's jasmine but it's jessamine Mm -hmm. is the english word on the box and so it's just like what this is clearly like not meant for this era this is like this was 15 years ago like mm-hmm. whereas at you know Starbucks you mentioned like the labels and the the names and it's like ooh tangerine dream like mm-hmm. i relate to that like yeah that's some shit i can get behind like yeah and yeah and you're right like this is like Starbucks was the brand that was created for the U.S. It's like the U.S. before 2005 was definitely um, smoking hookah, but the tobacco they were purchasing was not tobacco that was necessarily marketed towards American smokers. Um, it was yeah. more kind of Middle Eastern, <clears throat> Middle Eastern smokers, and it was imported to the U.S. to be sold to U.S. But really, Starbucks kind of kicked things off with being someone that was focusing on the U.S. market, the, the rise and kind of... I would I would say technology and kind of just like the the pop culture um, mm-hmm. of things is kind of really where their focus was. But um, Blue Miss, you know, was their bread winner. It was the flavor that put them on the map. And if you don't know what Blue Mist is, I, I, I would say anyone who is listening to this podcast right now knows what blue mist is because if you've made it far enough to listen to a podcast about hookah you know about blue mist <laughs> you've at least um, heard of it and you've probably smelled it at some point yes and it yeah. is a very easy to describe flavor it's just a sweet blueberry mint and the mist part is the mystery and starbuzz yep. has had the uh has had the mist formula, the flavoring. It's never been described. It's something that they use in their products. Like you got peach mist, black peach mist. There's uh, various other flavors that they have different names that don't say the word mist, but still has that kind of mist flavoring to it. I don't and, even uh, consider it a flavor. I think it's consider? more of like a like a like a feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's more of just like a like a like a kind of like a mouth feel type thing. Like it doesn't. I don't think it affects the flavor. I think it just changes the way it feels when you smoke. So it might be some kind of like weird cooling. I don't want to call it a mint, but it might be some kind of weird like. So like a sweet mint at 
but it's not like a mint flavor. It's a sweet no. cooling. Yeah, it's not even mint. It's just like a like a like a smooth cooling. It's not even yeah. a flavor. It's just a feeling. Whatever it is, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It's something perfect. that they have just. Uh. They've stuck with that flavor has just not changed. I'm sure if I go and smoke Blue Mist right now, it's gonna taste the same. It still smells the same, um, and you know that's just one of those things that they've they've had with them. But Starbuzz uh, really kicked things off when they sold a million cans. They sold a million cans of Blue Mist, and that was like, hey, we did it. We, we made did it. it. We can do this. We and. You know, kept going hard, more flavors, more flavors, more flavors, more collections, um, you know. But doing this introduced a whole new concept to the hookah industry or the hookah market. And that was I mean, basically... We were talking about game changers. Like, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. I mean, like Starbucks in general is a game changer because, I mean, like the door that they opened up was, hey, let's just focus on the u.s market like let's bring some stuff to the u.s market and of course people saw what starbuzz was able to do and you know people were already importing tobacco to the u.s so then there were some brands are like we could either do this in the u.s or we can just import the tobacco and make our own stuff over here but overall it was the fact that it created different companies so fantasia was next up um at bat and fantasia did something a little bit different which uh really kind of just it was it was a strategic move it was kind of like a business move to uh i would say move some of their flavors or make it a little bit more cost effective or at least be the cheapest one in the rack and that is releasing 200 grams instead Mm. of 250s and by doing that their big jar you know when you walk into the shop their big jar is now five bucks cheaper than a starbuzz tin so you're like oh wait one, this is a new this is a new brand. This is a black jar. It's got some cool flavor names. There's a kamikaze, the raspberry kamikaze. Uh, there's uh, what is it? Rainbow burst. I mean, they had some yeah. some blends pink kind of lemonade. similar to star. Yeah, pink lemonade. There you go. Yeah. Um, they had some. Oh, purple haze was another one. Uh, you I'm know. so mad that they started the 200 gram tin because like i fought with so many people at like the smoke shops i worked at about like no no you listen i know it's cheaper but you get a better value you get a better value if you just go with the 250 it's better and they're just Mm -hmm. like i don't know but that's cheaper and it looks to be the same size (sighs) fine (laughs) buy it i don't care like fine just get it buy it and yeah i mean like starbuzz actually released a 200 gram version of their tobacco um and oddly enough uh, we had it online for up until this past year like pretty much we we stopped receiving that uh earlier this year um even though we're pretty much at the end of this year but uh yeah earlier this year um kind of towards the end of last year uh they stopped production on that and just kind of just sold out the rest of their uh 200 grams but they had it for a very long time uh, but yeah the 200 gram was kind of like okay fine if you're gonna do that we've got this as well and so now it was a whole nother set of skews and really only a 50 gram difference because they were still selling the 250s but the 200s were just there just the price match i guess <laughs> fantasia just, just to just to be comparable yeah just to be comparable but you know right then and there that that, that was you know another start that was another company that came out they made shishi tobacco they gave it a unique name 
some crazy blend names, and it sold. And Fantasia is still sold right now. People know Fantasia, Magic Dragon, Rainbow Burst, Surfer on Acid, or is just Surfer now. I think it's I just believe. Surfer. Yeah. Yeah. I've ever had to drop uh, the on Acid part. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, that's kind of one of the things where we say like Starbucks being the godfather is like, yeah, they did these things for quite some time and people kind of saw the playbook that was laid out in front of them and they're like, all right, we can do this. They went, oh, maybe that is a good idea. <laughs> you sold a million cans? What? Okay, all right. Uh, all right. Let's go to yeah. the U.S. Like, yeah, let's yeah. move things over here and see. Like, Starbucks was able to create a a difference in the market that kind of didn't exist. And so you had your traditional molasses, and then you had your premium, is what they were selling their tobacco mm. as, is just a premium product. It's not single note flavors. It's not in a box. It's you know there is some. Um, benefits to this. You get a tin, it's resealable, it's easy, it's fresh, it's easy to use. So they kind of brought up this whole thing and then they basically created this this divide within the, the shisha flavors where you had your cheaper flavors, alfocker and whatnot. So you could get, you know, an alfocker 50 gram for two fifty or three dollars and you might have to pay six bucks for a 50 gram of Starbucks. And it's a pricing method that they brought out in the beginning. And then they stuck with it. And they just it stuck with it. They just, it, it worked. I mean, yeah. at first it was like, hey, that's that's a that's a that's a little bit of money, you know. I can get this Al Fokker two fifty for eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine. I got to spend twenty bucks, twenty two dollars just to get a two fifty from you. And it's like, all right, smoke it or don't smoke it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, and then people the, went, well, if it's if it's so much more expensive, it's got to be better, right? Yeah. And then they bought it, and then they liked it more. And then the rest is like history. Like, yeah. Then it just worked. It just kept working. Like, I kept crawling and it kept working and I don't know why. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got all of our brands after that, you know. So after Fantasia, you know, you got your social smoke. And uh, I don't, I'm not going to go through the entire list no, of no, no, no. We goes, social that. smoke and then that. But pretty much everyone else comes after that. But where everything started was Starbuzz. I mean, that's. If you're looking at it like it's a family tree. Yeah. Starbuzz is the trunk, is the roots of the modern shisha movement. Mm -hmm. It is it is where it is where everything else could not exist if Starbuzz did not do what they did with shisha. Yeah, I mean we would all still be Boom. kind of Tree smoking analogy. out Fokker. <laughs> Tree analogy, and not to say that you know because obviously we've already expressed this on many many episodes. We're not saying Al Fokker oh, is bad Al Fokker's or Al is awesome. Bad. But yeah, so different. this is anything like that. This is this is different. There is similar flavors by name on you know the Starbucks roster or the Social Smoke roster, but that just wasn't where their attention was at. So you know when you look at the Alfaker lineup and the Nakla lineup, it was basically things that you would see in a traditional smoking setup. So you have your apple, double apple, blueberry, grape, mint. You know, lemon. You're just yeah. straight single fruit flavors. And then Starbucks was like, no, let's go with this blue mist. Let's go with, like you said, tangerine let's, dream. Let's safari. mix a bunch of them together and make different stuff <laughs> and like, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And so just bringing out these these blended kind of things. And you know, Ramon definitely had some uh, some flavors. You know, they had their their coffee. You know, Turkish coffee, adding a little bit something uh. to it. Um, why you, you know, gotta salt have... old wounds? <laughs> uh, summer crisp, uh, the the cucumber 
uh, flavor, which I believe was the first cucumber flavor. Um, but you know, they had a couple of names that weren't exactly telling of what was actually in the mix, but really that kind of movement as well, you know, giving uh, a flavor its own theme and its own kind of promotional and, you know, a full on marketing series. Cause I definitely remember the posters and the, sh- uh, in the smoke shop when Safari Melon Dew and Tangerine uh, were released because they were part of the Safari series. And so they mm-hmm. had this kind of Safari picture print with trees and the cans sitting on there and it was now available. And so it's like, you see that and it's like, that's definitely not something that you would have seen from Nakla back in the day. Like you walk oh, into God, your smoke no. shop and it's like Nakla lemon is here <laughs> it's just if anything you'd see like a a nakla poster just like nakla is sold here some sort of you know we have some if old swags from back in the day like a nakla clock and a nakla pen but really nothing that was like a promotional thing that you would normally see in you know western civilization versus you know going to a smoke shop in the middle east it's going to be two different things so i'm you know i'm always going to be you know if we're talking about thanks this is there's always going to be a thanks for Starbuzz for kind of switching things around and, uh, you know, kind of bringing a, a modern look to it. And uh, but, you know, on on the flip side of it, it did come with its um, with its bad sides as well, because just as easy as someone would see the Starbuzz game plan and be like, oh, yeah, we can do that. We can make another good brand. There was also someone that was saying, hey, we can make a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. We can make a lot of money. We don't even have to try hard. You know, flavors yeah. don't even need to be that great. Just get it in a can. Just, you know, make the label look great. Do something so like send that. Send out a couple shipments and cash out. Like, Yeah, cash yeah. out. Just hit the button. We're done. And, you yeah. know, there's it was a lawless, very lawless time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smoke shops are picking up. It still is, I would argue. Yeah, I feel extent. like if, if, if you're in certain smoke shops but at least the online market is is different now yes yeah. it's, it's definitely different um for sure um yeah so i, I feel like i kind of I, I took the mic no yeah you you had a you had, you had a lot to say about that one yeah sorry man, I was... no, i'm cool with it like that <laughs> go for it man that's that's whew. i wouldn't have been able to talk that much about starbucks shit i could i could go on for a while but um no i mean like like I think you hit it all, though, because, like, I mean, really, like, there's more to it. You know, there's a lot more detail that can be go gone into about some of that stuff. But, like, you know, we only have a limited amount of time. So, mm-hmm. overall, I mean, it, it's just I can never be too mad at Starbucks with really whatever they do. Like, if they want to put out some weird hookah or if they want to put out, you know, this weird flavor and, like, it's just not for me and it's just kind of, you know, questionable – all right, I'll I'll give them a pass. I could never be too mad. Like yeah, like if if they didn't do the stuff that they did, we wouldn't have any of it. So, but one one thing I will say for for Starbucks is you know they started once we were talking about is 2005. So mm-hmm. you go 2005, 2000, you know, go 10 years later, and what they did from that was started working on vintage because mm-hmm. the their understanding or you know their thought process is like hey look. The person that started smoking Blue Mist in 2005 probably isn't on the candy stuff anymore or like the they're, sweet they're flavors. They're not on Blue Mist anymore. Well, yeah, they probably were on Blue Mist still. There's a lot of people who smoke just <laughs> Blue Mist. But yeah, after 10 years, they're like, you know, let's let's make sure we're still kind of in line with what's happened in the market within 10 years of us releasing. And that was just 
dark leaf tobacco. You know, yeah. some people wanted that more mature, robust smoke, and you know they're kind of moving away from Starbucks. So you know, dark leaf being popular was like, yo, we can do this. We can definitely keep providing flavors and enjoyment for our fan base, and that's what they did. They came out with the dark leaf tobacco. They saw the complaints of you know that people had with other dark leaf blends, like it might be that you have to have a specific bowl or a certain packing method or got to air it out or dense packet doesn't have a label they just went right after it and just said hey boom dark leaf whatever bowl you want however you want to pack it just toss it in there and it'll work it'll work yeah. it'll work which it'll is something fine. that i do appreciate about uh, kind of in line with some of the other stuff we talked about about Starbucks is that like mm-hmm. they're really in it for as you know as many people as that they can reach like yeah. they don't want to make their stuff inaccessible to people mm-hmm. like they don't want to make it difficult for somebody to pack a dark leaf blend from them they don't want to make it difficult to like to to be able to handle like the buzz and like they don't they don't want to make it a difficult experience overall so they're just they do design a lot of their things to just be like fuck it throw it in the bowl like it'll work like (laughs) it'll work yeah toss it in there and do whatever you want because that's how we made it to do like yeah because you know that's one of the things you know after 10 years they're like hey what we've seen you know, as the godfather is that some of these brands are releasing some stuff that come with instruction sheets. A and whole set of instruction sheets. And they're like, let's just try and just get this just like we did in 2005. Just put it in a bowl and just get that down. And then boom, you know, we'll go from there. Because you know what? You know what it's hard to do? Like what it's hard to convince a new smoker to do nowadays, hmm. like especially a newer smoker. Learn a whole new set of stuff. For pretty much the same thing as another another brand. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm just yeah. starting out, like and I'm still learning how to pack a bowl, like and I hear about this stuff, and I'm like, ooh, maybe I'll give that a try. I don't want to have to like toss out everything I knew <laughs> and be like, oh great, now I get to start over. Like yeah, it's like nope, yeah. don't pack it like that. Ah, uh, that's oh, all. But way I, I just know. I just got good at that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, um, that in a way, you know, if we're gonna go to the Godfather of Shisha the dark leaf from Starbucks that came out before we got to see the dark leaf blends from uh like trifecta before we got to see dark leaf azure before we mm-hmm. got uh Lavoo, uh from fantasia i mean there was a couple of other brands that were not around that are dark leaf brands that were not around before Starbucks did the vintage you don't have to have any sort of weird packing method or anything like that other than that it was just really tangiers on the market for dark leaf so once again starbucks comes out and they're like hey we got dark leaf and everyone's like hey starbucks hey, is making the that. switch we could do that <laughs> and it's just like you know it's 10 years later and the cycle starts over again yeah. and you know i'm not saying that these brands came out because starbucks vintage came out but i'm saying is that they tested the waters before you all tested the waters yep and it worked and it made it a little bit easier for you guys to come in here. So made it a little go easier around, to make the jump after you realize the waters were fine. Yeah. So if you're I'm a saying. brand owner and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, hey, 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 don't don't think that you can go around without saying that you, you can't respect Starbucks because I mean got, proof is in the pudding. I, I I think the proof is in the pudding. You don't gotta like Starbucks, but you gotta respect <laughs> Starbucks. Once again, the stepdad the stepdad of the hookah game. <laughs> <laughs> I the step, the, no. Starbucks is the stepdad of the shisha game. 
That's the you might not have title. selected me, but the fans have. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to run that one. I'm just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> now so, I want to know what you were going to say. <laughs> We'll talk later. We'll talk yeah. later. It was just going to be some analogy of it just being a bad relationship and them being forced to stay with it because this is what their mom selected, not what you selected. So oh, no. <laughs> but oh, that's the no. gist of it. That would have hit too close to home. I don't oh, care no. what you picked. Your mom picked me. Oh, no. Uh, All right, so all right, I you really, know what? We're I gonna really add, we're gonna end that segment there. Star Wars <laughs> yeah. is a stepdad of the hookah game. You don't gotta <laughs> like him, but you gotta respect him. And then that that's it. That's it. We're that's putting that on think. a shirt. That is. Look, I made my first meme on uh, the hookah podcast page. Uh, it was for Black Friday. I posted it on our Instagram hookah podcast at hookah podcast. Um, on Instagram, and uh, I'm definitely going to create some more because I've realized that I can do kind of whatever on our Instagram page. Oh, so, yeah, dude. Uh, and as far as our Facebook post as well for the holidays, I don't know if anyone saw that, but I used a... Um, I have access to a lot of photos of old people. And oh, you're talking about I, Chip? Yeah, Chip. He's our new listener. Shout out, Chip. <laughs> Shout out, Chip. I, I plan to use... A lot of old people for our promotional usage. I love it. Or I, I guess our promotional so post. I love so, it so much. That's such a that's, good idea, and I'm upset that I didn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you find that weird, uh, hopefully you've listened to this part of this podcast, and now you understand. And tell a friend if they're confused. But when you start to see like a good 10, 15 posts, and they're all old people, and you're like, what is going on? I might need to bring it up a couple more episodes from now, just so more and more people know what's going on. But I like it. It's it's fun. But yeah, I'm definitely going to create some more memes. And I think uh, Starbuzz being the stepdad, don't got to love him, but you got to respect him, is if it's not on a shirt, it's on... It's on somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use that. Of the Shisha game. Yeah. So uh, that's I the, really that's hope the title you all... of this episode. <laughs> the Stepdad of the Shisha game. I really hope you all uh, enjoyed this kind of uh, little history history segment. Um, if you really enjoyed it, let us know, and uh, we can bring up another brand to yeah. talk about their their start, and maybe even get some some real time. Not real time, but some official uh, word from the brand about certain things. Because, as always, this is a podcast about, um, or coming from two minds, myself and Two Puff Tony. And that's it. That's it. We can pretty much say whatever we want. But um, We could talk to I'm... brick walls and <laughs> for days, and it'd be fine. For days. So maybe you'll get some fresh perspectives here at some point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically the knowledge that's coming from us is just being around uh during you know this stuff or at least for me i was i was around this and then being in the industry for a while and definitely learning and asking questions about certain events and how they happen and how they rolled out so that is where this this knowledge comes from but uh but for sure i definitely love going down memory lane and bringing up some history because i feel like it's just something that not a lot of people talk about it's just not you can't just type it up and just be like hey What's up with social smoke? Like, sure, you can go to their website and read their about us, but like, where's the, you know, it's not like you can go like research like history, <laughs> like yeah, 
hookah history. Let me just look up when they started and what their flavors were like back then and this and this. Like, that's the stuff I want to I want to get into. So some detective. Maybe we can do a, um, what's that crime podcast? Uh, um, alias? No. Anonymous? No. Um, There's so many tri- crime podcasts. Yeah. It was... Um, they're serial. Whatever. Like serial. There it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the one. one. That, it. That's it. <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> Damn, you're really bad at this. Alias. Uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, you know, we may, like, like you said, we may dig in a little deeper into some other, uh, other brands, other, other, uh, some other history lessons. Yeah. Maybe but I'll yeah, have so, more to input on the next one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, I didn't even think I really even spoke. That was just like, oh yeah, you well, you went off. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. cool, cool. All right, well, maybe you have something to say in this next segment, um, which is the segment where we just kind of briefly talk about some things that might be going down in the office. And no, I don't mean the show Two Puff Tony still still has not watched. Um, it's just a segment that we call the Newsroom. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Black Friday stuff, honestly. Oh my it's, gosh. It's, it's over. It's over at uh, this point. Well, but. for you. <laughs> yeah, and that it ain't actually, over it, for me. It, it's it's still on the on the ball right now. You know, technically we're recording the on Sunday, and so tomorrow would be Cyber Monday, and uh, I don't know, uh, you know, how long the sale or parts of the sale, if they'll be run until Wednesday, but... You know, definitely a lot of the big, big hitters would be off uh, by the time of this recording. But yeah, Black Friday shenanigans is all that we have for the newsroom. That's all we're going to be working on through the next week. I'm um, I'm, I'm going to be dealing with that for the next like two weeks. So yeah, two, three, uh, maybe maybe month creamed. Yeah. When, uh, you know, when those when those packages start getting delivered or stuff gets broken and mm hmm. Lost mm-hmm. packages and customs seizes stuff. Yeah, man, it's holiday getting, shipping, I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna start getting them emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holiday shipping, man, it's crazy. I'm yeah. seeing like right now, like you get to this is the time of year where you see the rando delivery drivers. These are new people that just started. <laughs> These, <laughs> oh you, yeah, you don't even recognize this guy. He's like, yeah, I just got here, man. I didn't. They just gave not. me a pair, of, like a set of keys. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's crazy for us, like the Amazon delivery drivers like the the whole thing that you can be your own kind of delivery person like you can basically just rent a truck and sign up to be an amazon delivery driver and you just pick up stuff i mean we have several different locations in austin like as far as like the pickup centers but yeah several times you go to the gas station and it's just like a line of white vans just filling up i'm just like come yep. on guys everyone right now right now right come on y'all didn't plan this better like come on but yeah there's tons of them everywhere so definitely um holiday shipping uh, you know unfortunately expect delays like things happen straight up like straight up and you know it's not it may not even be a delay on our part we could have everything with ups and they're like look our shipping center is packed we're trying yeah, we have a dozen trailers <laughs> backed up waiting to be unloaded <laughs> oh good yeah i'm just calling about my order that i shipped out (laughs) yeah so that's it you know newsroom definitely just we hope you You enjoyed black friday if you shopped with uh shisha um and we hope you enjoyed your grab bag if you picked up a grab bag because that was fun and um yeah that's uh that's a wrap for that so 
um, for our final, our final segment, the segment that, oh my gosh, everyone just, they just adore, I, I feel like, I mean, just. I've been signing autographs all day. Yeah. Because of Same. this segment. <laughs> I was segment. I was in different places, you know, even in Black Friday at Best Buy, my guy came up to me and he was just like, hey, uh, you wouldn't by chance be the guy that does this like weird segment it's like what's it taste like and you talk about flavors that you haven't smoked ever until the week of the recording would that be you and i was like yep was this guy at best buy trying to hit on you like (laughs) was he trying to like take you on a date was he hot (laughs) all of this happened it was real and then i walked out with an xbox (laughs) all of it happened it's like that, that. It's like that girl at the the uh, rental car place in Vegas. You're gorgeous. Thank you. And then you just move on. Like, so so. It's not even fair. Not even fair. You just get approached by all these. No, I'm just I'm just fucking with you. I can't go. Was, in. I can't go in on this. <laughs> that uh, was pretty funny though. Yeah, thank you. But anyways, can we get this rental car? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was like you literally had the keys. And the, 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 or no, you were walking up to get the keys and you literally, she just, wow, you're gorgeous. And you're like, thanks, keys? And then <laughs> she handed you the keys and you went, all right, A23, where's that? And she pointed and you just walked away. Like, not even a thank you. Like, we were trying to get somewhere, okay? I know. I respected <laughs> the shit out of it. You don't even know. That's one of my favorite memories of you so far. Like, it's so good. Uh, uh, all right, party people, let's get to the segment and let's get to it in that high pitched tone that we all love. It's a segment that we like to call What's What It Tastes taste like? like. So, uh, I'm going to kick things off because yeah. uh, we were talking about this brand earlier and I've been talking about this kind of flavor profile for a couple of podcasts, but uh, the flavor that I've been smoking a lot of is Chai Tastic, which is the sweet kind of caramely blend of chai from haze it is delicious it is my favorite i am just blowing through this stuff but uh the flavor that i kind of wanted to just try on its own was caramel and Mm. it's one of those (laughs) it's one of those ones where i feel like sometimes if the vanilla is burning in a weird way i'm like i guess this would be what caramel would be kind of close to but i've never really seen caramel just sold separately until I was pricing down the site and I saw that Nakla has Elbasha caramel flavor and Elbasha, oh. just like we were talking about in the, uh, the Godfather of modern Shisha. I'm just going to keep saying the full title. Uh, the, the, the stepdad of this. the Shisha game, Sean, Jesus. <laughs> Episode 33, the stepdad of the Shisha game. Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, that's what Godfather. we're calling it. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that's that. It's too good like to that. pass up. That's too yeah. good to pass up. Uh, so the packaging on this is definitely like the two caramel candies, like Werther's originals, like old people's candy. And, uh, it's definitely got some Arabic writing and, uh, it's old school box, but yeah, getting into this one, it buzzed me. That's, that's just, that's just a starter. It it was just like, oof, oof. Okay. The flavor that I got, the caramel, it was a little dry. Um, but the caramel, it was one of those ones where I was like, all right, this is caramel. Don't need it anymore. <laughs> but this Dude, is caramel. 
Oh, that's I could have expected that. I could have called yeah. that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, this is all right. You guys got it. I don't want this anymore. Maybe I, I should have had the a... same way about like cream flavors. Like, see, I can I can go with a cream flavor for for a bit, but certain starting cream off flavors. at like a cr- just like what I was saying before, like a vanilla. If it's mm-hmm. burning a weird way, I could get like maybe how this could be what caramel would taste like. But when you start off already in that kind of field of a warm, like darkened, creamy taste, mm-hmm. it only goes down from there. It's not like a, a spike of like, oh, this is a sweeter, brighter caramel. Now it's, no, it's just like, boom, you're already at caramel on like the first two inhales. And you're like, yeah. okay, oof, oof. Okay. Uh, see, for me, it's like, it, it's like when flavors try to, combine like super heavy like desserty like rich flavors with like super sweet things Mm. like caramel is one of those things i you know caramel isn't one of my favorite things to begin with but it's like it's simultaneously like really sweet but also like really heavy and like savory like kind of savory i feel the same way kind of about horchata yes it's like a cold drink type thing but it's also like really sweet but also really rich and creamy and you're just like i like i take two puffs and i'm like yeah i don't i don't need more like it's good (laughs) i like it but i don't need more like yeah i'm done with this like i can't yeah and that's uh it's definitely caramel what i'm just i'm just trying to imagine i've never smoked caramel before so i'm just trying to imagine Mm. what that would taste like yeah, I I won't I will not be finishing this 250. I mean, I could maybe mix it. I might try and mix it with the the chai tastic just cuz it's just like one of those things if I'm like if I want a little buzz cuz the the chai is definitely not a buzzy shisha at all. Like it's I don't feel like Haze is a buzzy shisha brand. Um but yeah, if I wanted to add a little buzz or add a little a spike to the chai tastic, maybe make it a dirty chai. And uh, Dirty instead of espresso, I add some dark caramel, elbasha caramel. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I would do with that. But uh, yeah, if I was giving this a goes. number, uh, I'm definitely putting this on the five scale. Five, five. five out of ten on this side of town. Right in the middle. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, well, on my side of town, uh, I am smoking my What's It Taste Like flavor during this podcast. It's that okay. Fantasia melon ice from earlier. I keep doing that because, like, I'm, as we said earlier, we're busy. I'm busy, and I don't remember to pick up Shisha all the time. <laughs> and I usually remember as I'm leaving work to come record this record this podcast. I'm like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> so I, it's basically like a like a dartboard for me. I just like open up the site, click a random brand, and then just like click the drop down, and I'm like, that one, yes. So it's just like, if, you know, Fantasia made its way into the spotlight today. Uh, so the melon ice, it's good. It's, it's, you know, it's melon and mint. Like it's, I, I can't say it's the best thing I've ever smoked, but I'm certainly not unhappy with it. Um, a little sweeter than I typically like, but not in like the worst way. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to kind of have to throw this one like right in the middle for me as well. Probably like a, like a, you know, five, six out of 10. Okay. It's, it's, okay. it's, you know, if, if it's around and that's what you got to smoke, smoke it. It's fine. But like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it doesn't blow my mind in any really special way. So, uh, so yeah, we got, uh, two kind of, eh, flavors on the what's it taste like segment. And that right there is honesty. 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 
right there. We can not lie. Every to you. Rev- <laughs> we can lie. I can tell you, El Basha is amazing. It is so good. It's the best caramel flavor in the market. It is this. Nope. No. Not. Get that out of here. Get That's it out. Fraudulent. No cap. No cap. No cap. No cap on this podcast. That's another <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Holy shit! We're gonna, we got to start making these shirts. Damn, no we cap. can make a killing. Oh, man. Yeah, so we're going to go hit the drawing board on some cat designs and memes. So we hope you enjoy the future of old people marketing and just general shenanigans that we're going to get into. (laughs) I'm just imagining the t-shirts and like the the merch just with old people on them. And they say (laughs) shit like the stepdad of the shisha game and no cap. Like... It's like, what does this mean? It says old people on shirts that with, oh, God. Oh, uh, we got to make it a thing. Oh, this is great. We're going to look into stuff. it. Good yeah. stuff. So we'll leave you on that, party people. We hope you enjoyed uh, this little history crime po- crime podcast. It's neither it's of which are crime or, It's not a crime podcast. I hope, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Hookah Podcast, because that's what go. we are. Yeah. Oh, we have a website. This is, we didn't f- mention. I was website. about to plug that. Then you made okay. It go weird. for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Hookah Podcast, and you can find all of our content on thehookahpodcast.com. That is hookah with two H's. Some people spell it without it, an H at the end, but it is two H's. Thehookahpodcast.com. And uh, I've been your boy, Two Puff Tony. And yeah, it's Smoke a Pass. Catch you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.